Hi, this is Lindy, the creator and host of Lindy's Audio Cafe, a podcast focused on positive and thought-provoking stories. Life gets busy, and in the race for happiness, we sometimes forget it's often the smaller things in life that truly matter. My podcast is focused on the stories that don't make tabloids, the basics that make you smile, the kindness of people who help make the world a better place. Yeah, we need a bit more of that. But before we get started, please be sure to hit subscribe on your podcast app so you don't miss future episodes. Thanks for listening. Well, hello there and welcome to Lindy's Audio Cafe. My name is Lindy and I'm absolutely delighted to join you once again today. Now this weekend is Thanksgiving weekend coming up here in Canada. Not everyone celebrates Thanksgiving, but I do. It's different for me now because I don't really have much family nearby. In the old days when I was growing up, Thanksgiving was a huge deal. Mom would cook a turkey and we usually had the company of a family friend at the table. And you know, my memories of Thanksgiving take me back to mom's homemade sage dressing. Oh yeah, and trying to stir the gravy and get the lumps out of it. And then usually my brother-in-law would come over and he'd help carve the turkey. Now, of course, there was often a bottle of sparkling wine on the table. In fact, my recollection is, I think it was good old baby duck on the table. (laughs) Yep, yeah, created in the 1970s. That Andre's wine with that little yellow duck on the label was kind of part of the decoration. Now, I think we even had a few dents in the old tile ceiling from the cork hitting the roof. You know how it goes, you pop the cork and pop, splat, hits the roof. Yep, we did that. Then there was the pumpkin pie, and you know, Mom made her own crust. I loved that pumpkin pie, but most of all, I loved the company. Four girls at that table, and I can guarantee you there were shenanigans. Now, I remember this time we had a little wall divider between our kitchen and the living room. And sometimes our cat would get up there and sit in the planter section at the top of the wall divider. So it was kind of like a three-quarter wall. And one year we just sat down to dinner. And, you know, all the food's out on the table. And all of a sudden there's this big crash. And, you know, there's feet scattering and plates sliding. And our cat, Duchess, decided during the dinner it was a great time to escape from the planter. Yeah, she'd been sitting up in the planter. And as soon as everything was on the table, she landed right in the middle of it. Oh boy, mom was shouting at her to get her off the table and some of the wine glasses tipped over and no time at all that cat was off the table and you can just imagine us, four girls, we're just shrieking with laughter. And I love those memories. I mean, honestly, they were probably some of the best Thanksgiving moments that I ever had. Now, we used to get really pumped up for Thanksgiving when I was a kid. At school, you'd color pictures of the Horn of Plenty. You know, you'd make turkeys out of brown and orange construction paper and have classroom discussions about giving thanks. Not everybody celebrates Thanksgiving, though, and it can be for different reasons. For example, some religions don't believe in it. And this can be really hard for children who aren't able to participate in public school events. Other people are single, and they don't have family around. If they receive a dinner invite to a friend or neighbor's house, that can really help. Even for couples, many find that if they're on their own, it's simply not worth the effort to cook a whole turkey just for two people. (laughs) I still would. I love the leftovers. Uh, But you know, Canada and the United States celebrate Thanksgiving at different times. In the U.S., it's celebrated on the fourth Thursday in November, yet in Canada, Thanksgiving celebrated on the second Monday of October. 
In Canada, many people have a day off on Thanksgiving Monday, but not everyone. People who are working the front lines in the service industry, healthcare workers, and essential services, they're still working on the holiday. They might get extra pay for working on a stat, but yeah, they're still working. I was curious about the history of Thanksgiving, and I had a look at our good old standby Google. There were so many sites and so many different stories, and I ended up on the website for timeanddate.com, and it noted that Thanksgiving Day is linked to the European tradition of harvest festivals. Hmm. It notes that a common image seen at this time of year is the cornucopia, or the horn filled with seasonal fruit and vegetables. The cornucopia, which means horn of plenty in Latin, was apparently a bounty in ancient Greece. Hmm, I don't know why there weren't hot dogs in the horn of plenty. <laughs> uh, but this year will be different for me once again. It's going to be a dinner for three at our table. There will be no baby duck, <laughs> thank goodness. Uh, and the turkey's going to be small. It'll be a combination of homemade stuffing mixed with a good old standby stovetop. Yep, my family, everybody prefers the stovetop stuffing. And I've bought real cranberries and I'll make my own sauce. The buns will be homemade because I know that leftover turkey sandwiches in a homemade bun are simply the best. I won't be in church this year like I used to do in my younger years. It doesn't mean that I won't be giving thanks. I'll be simply doing it in my own way. I watched the news last night, and it was dismal. The level of homelessness and related issues is climbing, the cost of living has skyrocketed, and devastation from storms and floods is creating so much havoc and so much tragedy around the world. And when I get up in the morning, I have to look around me and really realize just how lucky I am. Do you need a turkey on the table to be grateful? Not at all. An attitude of gratitude can run 365 days of the year. How can you keep your levels of gratitude? Well, I'm going to give you some ideas. Number one, you can keep a gratitude journal. Just write down the small things each day that matter to you. It can be anything, like the sunshine that warmed your shoulders, or the cup of coffee that you had this morning, or the morning hug from your soulmate. My good friend Lindsay from Busy Moms Fitness Center podcast, she has a cool little gratitude with attitude journal up for sale on Amazon. And I think I might buy one. It's really cool. It's like a little leopard print journal. Ah, number two, you can also say thanks to your spouse or partner. When couples express gratitude towards each other, it really shows the other person that you care. Number three, how about looking outward and not inward? It's easier to be grateful when you focus on how you can help others. Empathy really can bring on a sense of gratitude, and it heightens all those happy vibes. Hmm, number four. Yeah, savor the turkey is great, but how about savor the moments? If you notice that you're feeling upbeat and happy, take a moment and take note of what you're doing. It's amazing how much gratitude can come from the smaller moments. <laughs> number five. Give thanks to yourself. Yes, it's okay to have self-gratitude. We all have something good to offer, and if you take a moment to look inside without criticism, you might be surprised at the value of your own kindness. Number six, how about volunteering? Yes, if you volunteer for an organization that can use your help, it can really make a difference. Whether you're folding clothes at a charity gift store Volunteering in a senior's home or walking dogs from the shelter? Volunteering for organizations that help others can really warm your heart 
and it can help you to see how fortunate you really are. And number seven, look back on hard times, but not with a desire to dredge unhappy memories. Only look back with the reflection that times can be difficult and know that things can get better. Number eight, meditation or prayer can be a great way to reflect. Many different religions have something in common, and that is the desire to be kind and grateful. But you don't have to be religious to be spiritual, and taking the time to meditate in a calm setting can help bring awareness of how truly grateful we can be. Number nine, if you have a roof over your head and food in the fridge, be grateful. Yes, it sounds simple, but it's never something you should take for granted. History has shown us that even the wealthy are vulnerable during unprecedented times, and we are all just people. Never take that cup of coffee for granted and be grateful. And my last one here, the tenth one. Grateful comes with acts of kindness. Sometimes it's hard to feel grateful, especially when life is throwing nasty curveballs your way. I know it's easy to say be grateful, but that's not always easier said than done when you're in turmoil. Loss of life, divorce, alienation, financial hardships, and so much more can leave us wondering what is really good. In those moments, it's so important to take inventory of what is good around you and remember that you are and you can be part of that good. You have the ability to make someone happy and if you're feeling down, head out and do something nice for someone mow a neighbor's lawn or bake cookies and take them to the retired senior down the street who lives alone? Perhaps reach out to an old friend and establish a great conversation that focuses on happy times. No matter what, when we're kind to others, it brings to light how even the smallest actions can bring a sense of gratefulness. Isn't it nice to be the one to make someone grateful? On this note, I guess I really should head on. Uh, But I am grateful for where I'm at today. I'm grateful I can still talk to all of my sisters, even if we live thousands of kilometers apart. I'm grateful for my nieces and nephews and their children. I'm grateful for my long-distant cousins. I'm grateful for BC Children's Hospital, as this hospital saved the life of a young relative with a brainstem tumor. This hospital also provided a life-altering seven-hour operation for one of my children. So yes, I will always be grateful for BC Children's Hospital. I'm grateful for my dog, even though he can be a bit of a nuisance when he barks for no reason, or he lets out the stinkiest fart ever when you're sitting on the couch together. But yes, Ozzy, I'm grateful for you. 11 years old, and he's been by my side through thick and thin, so I'm so grateful for my dog. I'm grateful for my children and my grandchildren. I'm grateful for my friends, near and far, and I'm grateful for my partner. I will open up my fridge today and remind myself that I am grateful for the ability to choose what I can eat. I will not focus on what my body's not doing for me anymore, and instead I'll focus on how well it has served me my entire life and be grateful for that. I'm grateful for hands that allow me to keyboard and a voice that allows me to pursue my passion and do this podcast. I am grateful that I live in an area where we're allowed to have a voice, become educated, run for politics, and voice our own opinions. 
So much to be grateful for and not just on Thanksgiving Day. I do hope that everyone has a great Thanksgiving weekend. And if you live far away or you don't celebrate this holiday, that's okay. I wish all the best for you too. And I hope you are able to find many things to be grateful for in your day. Time to head out now. And remember, as I always say, that smiles come in all languages and in all colors. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to click like and share it so others can enjoy it also. Join the Lindy's Audio Cafe podcast group for updates. Oh, and positive reviews are always welcome as well. (laughs) Check the show notes for updated links. Thanks again for listening. Have a great day.